Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. Not only is Bluehost Cloud our fastest web hosting available, but it's also built for WordPress creators by WordPress experts. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake-me-up-when-the-sun-sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Welcome to the SBF Trial, a Coindesk podcast network newsletter, bringing you daily insights from inside the courtroom, where Sam Bankman-Fried will try to stay out of prison. Follow the Coindesk podcast network to get the audio each morning with content from the Coindesk regulation team and voiced by Wondercraft AI. Sam didn't do it. He didn't defraud anyone. He didn't steal customer funds. He just built a company, which turned out basically the opposite of the product he envisioned when he founded FTX. A lot of people got hurt, customers, employees, and the company ended up in bankruptcy. At least that's his story. The biggest mistake was we did not have a dedicated risk management team. We didn't have a chief risk officer, he told the court Friday. We had a number of people who were involved to some extent in managing risk, but no one dedicated to it, and there were significant oversights. Bankman Freed, finally took the stand to try and convince the 17 people overseeing his criminal fraud trial that FTX and Alameda Research's collapse were the result of screw-ups and errors, and of his hand-picked lieutenant's screw-ups and errors, not a deliberate fraud committed by the 31-year-old. Bankman-Fried's testimony echoed key parts of his attorney Mark Cohen's opening statement from the beginning of this month. Issues happened because ex-Alameda CEO Caroline Ellison didn't hedge, Because FTX was a fast-moving company, doing big things quickly because a number of market shocks hit, and because Sam was just one person who couldn't be everywhere or do anything. We got a preview of sorts on Thursday, but Friday was the first time we saw Bankman-Fried really present his own case for why he shouldn't go to jail. The first half of Friday's testimony was basically a history of FTX presented by Samuel Bankman-Fried. For those following the case over the past year, nothing new. For those of us who have been tracking FTX since its founding, maybe a bit of useful detail, but basically really nothing new. But we're not the intended audience. The jury is. One audience member in the overflow room who said she did not have much familiarity with FTX or Bankman-Fried said she found it useful. And I overheard a few people at the end of the day Friday say they found Bankman-Fried's version of events plausible. Shortly after lunch, Bankman-Fried's defense team strategy continued to become clearer. 
It's not just that Sam didn't do it. It's that the Department of Justice's key witnesses are all lying. Bankman-Fried didn't say that, of course, but that seems to be the implication with a number of details. Take FTX's insurance fund. Former Chief Technology Officer Gary Wang told the court on October 6th that this was functionally a random number that was posted to FTX's website and later posted to social media. Bankman-Fried said he did not calculate the numbers, implying what? I'm not entirely sure. My interpretation is he's implying someone else had the idea of putting a random number on the site. Or maybe FTX's 2021 revenue? Former head of engineering Nishad Singh testified that Bankman-Fried directed him to find a way to show that the company had generated over $1 billion in revenue for the year and to backdate revenue details to do so, which he ultimately did by marking staking rewards from Ecoserum to FTX's balance sheet at Bankman-Fried's direction. Sam proposed charging Ecoserum to the account that paid the interest, he said. On Friday, Bankman-Fried said he had not thought of Ecoserum staking at all and that he did not remember discussing backdating any documents tied to this. On hedging, Bankman-Fried said he discussed Alameda's risks with Ellison, the company's CEO at the time. She ultimately said that she would look into hedging Alameda's exposure, but I interpreted her to be far less enthusiastic than I was about it, he said. And while he discussed hedging with her every month or two through June 2022, this ultimately never happened. The June 2022 spreadsheet that keeps coming up this trial documenting Alameda's balances and liabilities once again showed its face, though not the infamous one that ultimately led to last year's bankruptcy. Ellison said on October 11th that Bankman-Fried suggested I should prepare some alternative ways of presenting information about the figures, which led to her creating a sheet with seven alternative presentations. She later reiterated that it was Bankman-Fried's idea to do this. On Friday, Bankman-Fried said it was Ellison who had thought about a few different ways of constructing the balance sheet. Intriguingly, Bankman-Fried said he didn't find out about Alameda's $8 billion hole, as documented by the fiat at FTX.com account, until October of 2022. But there are also parts that, at least as of Friday, have not yet been addressed. Assistant U.S. Attorney Nicholas Roos asked Wang why Bankman-Fried said Alameda Research should take on loss from a mobile coin exploit during their discussion about the insurance fund. He said that FTX's balance sheets are more public than Alameda's balance sheets, that investors have access to FTX's finances, but not Alameda's finances, Wang said. While Cohen asked Bankman-Fried about Alameda taking on the mobile coin loss, the topic of investors having access to FTX's finances did not come up. And Ellison had previously testified that while she and Bankman-Fried had discussed hedging Alameda's risks and that Bankman-Fried blamed her for not hedging, in her view, it was his decision to make venture investments and other financial decisions which put Alameda in an unrecoverable position by the fall of 2022. I felt that the fundamental reason we were in the situation was that we had borrowed these billions of dollars in open-term loans and used them for illiquid investments all of which were Bankman-Fried's idea, she said. Ellison had also testified that Bankman-Fried knew the only way for Alameda to pay its lenders was using the line of credit, which meant using FTX customer assets. Again, these specific details did not come up. There's also the various group chats and written documents prosecutors have tied Bankman-Fried to, such as the one Singh testified about where Bankman-Fried, Bankman-Fried's brother, Former FTX Digital Markets CEO Ryan Salame or political consultants organized political donations. 
On Friday, Bankman-Fried said he did not direct Salome or Singh to make specific donations, but he did hire political consultants, such as Guarding Against Pandemics, which his brother helped run. Bankman-Fried is going to continue his testimony on Monday, with Cohen estimating maybe two more hours of direct examination. Unfortunately for Bankman-Fried, and maybe the narrative he's crafting, that means that he'll again face Assistant U.S. Attorney Danielle Sassoon, you know, the prosecutor who figuratively punched him in the face repeatedly last Thursday, for what she described as a significant cross-examination. She said she doesn't think the cross will take a day and a half, but it'll certainly go into Tuesday. The latest plan in what's frankly a pretty dynamic situation is this. Cohen will continue his direct examination of Bankman-Fried on Monday and expects to wrap up before noon. Sassoon will start her cross-examination, and that will wrap up sometime Tuesday. AUSA Thane Wren anticipates a two-hour rebuttal case. In other words, that'll probably go through to the end of Tuesday. Roos and Cohen both anticipate about two or three hours for their respective closing arguments. There will then be a charge conference, which Judge Lewis Kaplan anticipates might be somewhat protracted, which is where everyone will argue over their various proposals for jury instructions. Judge Kaplan will deliver said instructions, and jury deliberations may begin sometime Thursday, Friday, or conceivably Monday. Want to follow along? Sign up for Coindesk's new daily newsletter, The SBF Trial, bringing you insights from the courthouse and around the case. You can get the podcast each day right here by following the Coindesk Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about, in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details.